Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. 1101 Gresh and Fourier here on this Monday. Make sure you tell a friend you listen to Gresh and Fourier, will you please? Thank you very much. Uh, on March 2nd is when the Combine hits Indianapolis foyer, where we will then uh, get to, you know, uh, rub peanut butter all over various parts of the Love body the on uh, the the three-cone drill and all this kind of stuff. Uh, what people making proclamations like, you know, Kyle Pitts is the next generational talent in the NFL because he jumped high, ran fast, and Looked good in shorts. Listen, I love the combine. Why? I do. I know. I just, I just love the whole process of it. I do. I get into it. Um, I love it. It's just, just interesting to see. You like how that, these guys? Like, like with the, did you like the photo portion of it all when they stripped you down to your unmentionables uh, and try not to look at your junk I while taking like, a photo of you? I don't know if I you? did any of that. I may have to try to find you my own picture. No, because I was hurt. I had shoulder surgery, so I went to the combine, but I didn't do any testing whatsoever. They still poked and prodded you, didn't oh, they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, I take, actually went back. Oh yeah, hey, twice. Take, take your pants off for us. That'll help us determine whether you're a good football player. Yeah, how many times? How many times did I have to tell, like, the second and third and fourth doctor that I already turned my head and coughed? <laughs> I don't think you guys all need to check me that It's not going to move. Don't yeah, worry, Doc. We're, we're okay. Uh, because we know that mind-numbing schlock is about to begin. And every injury that you didn't know a player had over the course of their lifetime uh, starts to kind of uh, come out. But um, believe it or not, I think... This uh, this is a podcast. You found some of this, right? Yeah, like with, yeah. Okay. It's Mel Kiper and the Field Yates. Do you know who used to host that college ESPN college football podcast all the way you? back in 07? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to break yeah. it down with old Melvin all the time. And uh, Mel's the best, first of all. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I used to do the college football deal, and then it morphed into like, oh, let's talk about the draft because you talked about college football the, the whole time. And uh, people are starting to, people will start to lose their minds a little bit. But what we haven't had is any other teams really tip their hand. There's been no one in Chicago who's gone Gerard Mayo and said, hey, here's what we're going to do. Or anywhere else for that matter. So the buzz is all about the quarterbacks. Apparently the Bears, they brought in Cliff Kingsbury for an, an OC interview but they're going to go with the guy who just got let go from Seattle, apparently. 
So that guy is going to get brought in to be their new offensive coordinator. So now you have no idea whether they're keeping Justin Fields, whether they're moving on and going with someone else, but be that as it may. Um, you've got uh, Mel Kuyper and Field Yates talking about the top three picks in the draft. And even though New England is sitting there at number three, they're still in a pretty good spot, according to these guys. Yeah, they need help in a variety of spots. And the reason Mac Jones wasn't successful after a pretty good start to his career is because he didn't get any help. Okay, you think about the offensive line. They haven't had a big-time wide receiver field since Randy Moss. We go back to Julian Edelman and Wes Welker and Danny Amendola, the slot guys, but not a big-time wideout since Randy Moss. The offensive line really struggled, and all of a sudden, there's your quarterback. Who does no shot? So, yeah, I do think because of the fact there's other positions, you, can't, you only take one player. You can't take three or four. You've got to take one. So, yes, you'd like to have the O-lineman. Like, yes, you'd like to have Marvin Harrison Jr., but you've got to get the quarterback. You're in a division with Josh Allen and Tua. Aaron Rodgers is going to play a couple more years. The AFC is loaded with outstanding quarterbacks. You've got to get the quarterback if you feel like, okay, there's limitations, obviously, with Mac Jones to be successful. He needs everything around him to work perfectly. That's not going to be the case in New England for a while. So you look at whoever is left be it Jaden Daniels or Drake May, and that would be the pick at three for the New England Patriots. You know what, Fourier? There's some of this quarterback talk that just drives me nuts. Let me ask you a question. When do I start to assume that Josh Allen has to have everything perfect around him because that guy can't even get to a dadgum AFC title game, let alone a Super Bowl? Like, when people do the whole everything's got to be perfect around him, how many people... Really, over the course of NFL history, have played the position well where you could say they took away from the guy or there wasn't a lot of perfect stuff around him. Mahomes is going through it because they took away Tyreek Hill. He's one of one. Brady was one of one. But we make it sound like, well, you know, uh, look at this guy and he's doing it with no one around him or that guy. There's a lot of. How about this? There are many more quarterbacks in the NFL, Mac Jones aside, where it has to be perfect for them to go execute. How has this become a common narrative I think now? that's the wrong word to use, perfect, because getting the players is just like gives you a chance, I think. What, what are all these four teams have in common? I mean, other than uh, the San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy. The playoff teams, you mean? The playoff teams, all the teams that are left – they all have MVP quality quarterbacks from Patrick Mahomes, no, no, Lamar no. Jackson. Hold on. No, no, no. Jared, Jared Goff was traded by Sean McVay, therefore he's not good. Get on board. Or one or the other. And you can look at the talent. They all have an enormous amount of talent. That is old. If you really want to break it down to this bare bones, you can throw out the quarterback con- comment. You can you can do that. They all have high level talent. All of them. Their rosters are awesome. And Mahomes is a unicorn. So he adjusts. People adjust to them. He's just special. So he makes everything work. So I would sit there and say, like, you know, he's the he's, it's the Brady effect. Well, it's the same damn thing. But but Baltimore is ripe with talent. I mean, on both sides it, of the ball, San Francisco. <laughs> And um uh and Detroit. But you know, when when people throw that and you're right, it's probably just lazy verbiage. Yeah, that's what I think it's it gotta is. be perfect. No, because it's because never perfect. What have they done in Baltimore around Lamar Jackson? 
They went and got a special OC for him. They added more tight ends. They added flowers from BC. Like, that's the thing. Are we going to look at Lamar Jackson? And look, this is as good a shot as Lamar Jackson will ever have at breaking through and finally getting to that Super Bowl. Like, this is set up for them. They're healthy. They get Kansas City at home. Kansas City had to go to Buffalo and play a tough game, all that stuff. It couldn't be set better. It's just a, you know what it is, because I think why it bothers me, Christian, is it's, let's just parrot it. We'll just say, oh, people speak it into the ether, then therefore it must be. There are very few quarterbacks who uh, can win at a high level in the NFL where it isn't quote-unquote perfect. Um, And, again, it just bothers me the whole, well, by God, he might only be the 10th-ranked player in the draft, but we're taking him at three. Like, that still sticks in my head. And even Kuyper is sort of, you know, pushing that whole thing. Well, you got to go get the guy. You got to go get the guy. The one thing Kuyper didn't say, and I'd have to listen to the whole thing, is the could you move around the board a little bit, but that's another story for another time. Um, And if the Patriots aren't taking quarterback, and I love it when old Mel does this, he has a nifty nine, which is pretty good, group of offensive players at the top of the uh, at the top of the draft, uh, Chicken Nick, do we have uh, Kuiper's nifty nine? We don't. Okay, because it's not real hard to figure out. You've got the quarterbacks. There's three. You got two offensive linemen. You've got one really elite wide receiver, uh, and then there is uh, the wide receiver from LSU. And then I don't know who his ninth would be. I'd have to to kind of uh, dig in on that. But um, combined with Gerard Mayo doing the "We got money to burn" comment today with Greg Hill, which which we'll listen into uh, at noon. Um, there it is, doesn't there's... sound like they're going to be spending money on quarterback in free agency. I don't know. I don't know if they know what they're spending their money on. I don't think they know. So. The one thing, and this should scare everybody, the one thing that I'm hearing a lot more of that's in the, and again, at noon, the the Gerard Mayo sound, which is great, by the way, uh, the interview that he did with with Greg and, and the and crew this morning, is that they're reevaluating everybody, and everybody gets a fresh start, and... <laughs> and, and that, and if I'm Mac Jones, I'm pretty happy about that, uh, because... You know, I was almost like abused. Like it was like a, 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 it was like abusive coaching in a way, a football malpractice coaching, whatever you want to call it, because he is damaged goods. Whatever you thought he could be, you know, does he need to literally be fixed? And and now this is the safe harbor. So Gerard Mayo is the safe harbor. It wasn't Bill O'Brien. It wasn't any of that stuff. It, it's now Gerard Mayo who's going to give him an extra chance because if you were really trying to maximize what you already have, you were trying to somehow salvage like all the scrap metal yeah. that is left on your roster. Okay, out of this, out of all this junk, what's usable, right? Okay, well, there's this guy, there's this Mac Jones in the back, and people left him for dead. <clears throat> it's like these. These fix them up shows with the cars. They find the rusted up car made in the him, junkyard. Made him sound like Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. He was completely okay, and then they made him. They convinced him he was sick, and he wasn't doing things right. Yeah. And 
it led to him killing Bill off as the coach by making mistakes and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and it's the arrogant guy who I think looks at Mac and says, I can fix him. Well, I don't think I would touch him. Yeah, most coaches have that gene in there. Yeah, oh, oh no, no, no I, me, can oh, him. I can you fix him. You love Seinfeld, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Okay, there's a, I, dude, I can't remember. There was a, uh, you know, uh, Jerry's, uh, what is it? Um, oh, my God, give me the. Come on, lead me down the road oh, here. Oh, my God, I can't the, remember. Um, give me the cast again. Well, it was Jerry, George, George, Elaine. George's dad, George's dad. There was a little flashback where he Frank was in the Costanza. army. Frank Costanza, oh, where, where he, he was, was trying the, to fix the food. He's like, yeah. "Don't worry, it's rancid." He's like, "I can fix it if I put arrogant. the right amount of seasoning yeah. on it." <laughs> yeah. And they went to the latrine. Yeah, I never forget that night. And he all started throwing up and having diarrhea, right? Because he was so arrogant. You got teeth foul. I would say the the Mac. Let's not. Like, there's an there's an aspect of that where that makes sense. Fix him, mm-hmm. save him. You got two more years with them. He's valuable, right? He's affordable, and then go find another receiver to help him. Bring in a compassionate offensive coordinator that can relate to him. Maybe the guy that comes in and is his coach grew up rich also. Drove a Range Rover when he was in high school. Was a child actor. Well, they played bring in, tennis. They bring in Arthur Smith. What's going I mean, on What here? are we doing? Break, find the richest coach, the most entitled richest coach you can find that decided to slum it as a coach, and then there's your mentor for Mac. Hey, man, I can relate, man. People used to tease me. I was a guest model. Yeah, man, back in the day, stonewash <laughs> jeans. You know me. I mean, honest to God, Mac Jones, that would make the most sense. Look, I, I am not off Mac Island. I do think that this guy will have a second act in the oh, NFL. Geez, I don't but listen, know. he is nothing more here than going to be a guy with Bailey Zappi who will be competing for a position. Him, the fact that he sucks and he's mentally just destroyed, is the worst possible thing. So this number three draft pick, which could be so valuable with a nifty nine, really, the lineman that you want from Penn State, receiver out of Ohio State. A lot of different ways they can go. You listen, wow, look, at we can really add now. We look like we know what we're doing. But he screws it up because you got to draft a quarterback again. That's the problem if you miss with a quarterback when you're in this purgatory. Well, and if you miss at this level... That's the difference is when you miss in the top five, you know, there was one thing Belichick never did. He never screwed a top 10 pick and ended up drafting a guy who replaced him here and took a hall of famer in Richard Seymour. To your point, it's the thing to get you blown out quick or it's the thing to get you power and a reputation. Matt Millen is a perfect example of that of Detroit back in the day of just blowing top 10 pick after top 10 pick. And for as much as they loved him there, they had to let the guy go. That's the thing, is that you can't screw these things up. And I heard Wiggy today talking about, well, maybe the Patriots can trade up to one. It won't cost that much. What are you kidding me? San Francisco gave up three first-round picks in the recent to get to number three. The reason that Carolina doesn't have their pick this year is because they gave up a number one pick to slide and, up a couple of spots Chicago, last year. Think about Chicago. They have the. They could easily move across the top three because they have the number one pick. Yes, they have and they two have top two tens. picks in the top ten, so it's easy for them. Yeah, they may like Drake May. They may like uh, Bo Nix. They may legitimately like Bo Nix better than any of those three guys. And I will say, and watch this, he will sneakily rise up the boards. He may be the dark horse out of all the quarterbacks in the draft, Bo Nix out of Oregon. Nix over Penix. 
is where the I talk is absolutely, going. Absolutely. I yeah. watch people I, are all over Penix because of the injuries no. now. Well, that's gonna hurt him a little bit. And he's age, which again, Brad and yep. was like twenty eight. So and he's what? lefty. You gotta have a coach that's committed yeah. to playing with a lefty. I know everything backwards. It does. If you gotta give him a whole, around. even his book has got to be different. His playbook. There, there is that. <laughs> the market's got to be switched to the other side. Fourier and I have not had the football philosophical discussion on left-handed quarterbacks. As you can tell, I'm out on them. Christian, not as uh, Oh, much, no, I hate him. Well, but listen, but some coaches do too. That That's really the point I brought this up is that, you know, if it's Steve Young, okay, fine. You could talk yourself into the left-handed quarterback or maybe Michael Vick. Uh, but you got to be uh, pretty damn special to be able to uh, pull it off. Now we're going to get into what is next with Bill B. Hoodsworth and Boyle oh Boy Fourier. In my opinion, everybody is missing the boat as to what is going on with Bill Belichick in Atlanta. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. So the head coach hirings in the NFL have been a little slow. 11-24, Gresh and Fourier. Even uh, Gerard Mayo admitted to the Greg Hill Show earlier today, and we'll revisit that conversation coming up at noon, uh, that even his interviews have uh, been over Zoom. Uh, a lot was made of the Lions offensive uh, coordinator doing like four interviews before their uh, divisional round game that uh, Detroit ended up handling business against Tampa Bay. So it it has been a little slow. And, you know, the Shimes of the world and others, um, you know, there are 603, who's like, uh, well, boy, yeah, get with the youngs. It's the way things are going, you see? You know, that kind of deal out of the 603. And uh, this is very simple what is going on with Bill Belichick. So Belichick was the first guy in the door in Atlanta who got a second interview before certain people even got their first one. So what does that kind of tell you a little bit there, Foyer? They, I, I think it is very 
kind of clear to see. Well, explain it to me because oh, this is I'm nothing, curious. This is nothing more than public negotiating. Here's the thing. Right now, and I'm not saying the owners are colluding, but right now, give me the team that is close to hiring their head coach. Well, I don't think anyone is yet. Da, da, da. There you go. So, but I do think there's more than just one reason. Oh, well, I think what's happening here in Atlanta is they're negotiating, publicly negotiating is really what's going on. We know that if there's one guy who'd be able to walk through the doors of most NFL teams and be like, yeah, I'm a $20 million a year coach. If you're not comfortable with that, then we can just end the, the, the discussion now. I'm the answer to all your prayers. There's <laughs> one guy that walks in the door that way. It's Belichick. And the only other guy with that kind of gravitas who would be able to say, no, 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 you're going to let me do both the GM and the other job is, is uh, Jim Harbaugh. And Harbaugh is still apparently farting around with Michigan. What are you doing that for? I know why, Christian. To drum up interest. So really, to me, the Atlanta Falcons, they're engaging in what I would call smart business. Bill's already had two chats. We know Arthur Blank likes the guy. I don't know if everyone is getting taken to the boom boom room on a Saturday night for a personal dinner with the owner yet, or if it's just, you know, the people that they're checking in with via Zoom or whatever, because they've at least got to keep Belichick on the hook to try to get the number down the best they can and to sort of be able to negotiate against him. Because really, the Falcons, they're under the Christian Fourier 3Ds. It's the whole dumb, douchey, and desperate. They don't want to do anything dumb. They're desperate, which is why they want Bill. And they're trying not to be, you know, D's about it by not looking at Bill and just being like, nah, we don't know. Because if somebody else knocks on the door, he could be gone. So now it just looks like it's kind of a, you know, normal process before they eventually land on. We all know where they're going to land, which is. Bill Belichick being the head coach in Atlanta. So, hey, so uh, it, does it have anything to do with the new rule uh, when it comes to – because the NFL has been trying to slow down the head coaching hiring process for a while now, yeah. paying respect to the teams that are in the playoffs. So after the divisional round is when you can talk to teams that are still in the playoffs. Right. Via Zoom. You can have meetings with them via Zoom. So I thought – because I see this – I see this this tweet from Schefter. It says, Falcons are interviewing Texans OC Bobby Slowick today. They also will be meeting this week with Mike Vrabel and Jim Harbaugh in person and scheduling other in-person head coaching interviews as well. Their head coach uh, search is said to be, quote, wide open. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm Bill Belichick. I'm the greatest of all time. I'm gonna. I'm your savior. I'm gonna roll in with a white hat. I'm gonna fix all your problems, and it's never gonna be awkward. And then I hear that you're gonna slow play this and negotiate publicly with me, Bill Belichick, mm -hmm. and you're gonna bring in some slap OC from the Texans named Bobby Slowick. Mm -hmm. This is the way I think he thinks in his head. Go screw. You're not gonna slow pay play me. I slow play you. Well, that's what he would like to do. <laughs> However, so wait, hold on. But he's so, got to he's got to play the hand that is dealt. I think that they. I my personal feeling is that 
they have to kind of go through the motions because of this new rule. And I don't know if they've interviewed a black head, co- a black coach. I don't know if they've because they have to. It's the Rooney rule. So I do believe. Even- I, I I do believe they have satisfied some of that in their interviews, but I'm not sure. I I keep thinking that they might have talked to like Raheem Morris or someone like. And that. And let me ask you this, Crash: Is it too? Is it is it absurd to believe that maybe some people? just aren't really into the whole Bill Belichick experience. Well, I'm sure there's got to be some of that within the Atlanta organization, but it also feels like it really lands in the lap of two guys. Rich McKay, who's been there forever, who is the Jonathan Kraft of that situation, and owner Arthur Blank. And it always is uncomfortable for me to bring this up because it sounds like I'm being a fatalist or that... I have these guys on like a death pool or something like that. But again, we have another owner who's crested 80 years old, and this guy has never won a championship. At least Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft have rings on their fingers from their success of being an owner. And the one guy in in all of this who has been almost there and had it ripped away from him is Arthur Blank. You know, none of the other owners really in terms of these jobs that are open they haven't had a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl with three minutes to go in the third quarter and been that close so it does make me wonder the motivation of an if if Arthur Blank were 60 versus 80 I do wonder with which the sense of urgency and he would operate yeah because I would say if you meet with Bill you're obviously impressed if you meet with Harbaugh I don't know how you can't be impressed and if you meet with Vrabel, I think you're going to be smitten with him a little bit. Yeah. And I think you probably assume that this that Bill is the, okay, window's slightly open. I'm 82. I'm Arthur Blank. Let's hit it right in the sweet spot, and then we'll all go our merry way. Short sprint, three years. Right? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And the other two, you're, this is a long dance. Mm-hmm. This is a 10-year relationship. We're building a program, a sustainable program Right, that's that's the Mike Vrabel Harbaugh way, Bill. I, I I can, and then once you miss out on Harbaugh, and once you miss out on Vrabel, they're not coming around again. And if they do, you'll be 87, 88, and maybe again you go back to the quick fix idea. So the more time that goes by, I think the more time that these other candidates are able to convince Arthur Blank that Bill isn't the right candidate that he is the wrong choice and there are other people in the building saying you don't know have you heard what's going on up to, up in north in the northeast they're all singing ding dong the witch is dead they're all happy he's out of the room sure everybody's happy now sure and and, in, and, I, and, and in three years we might be sitting where the falcons are on three years of seven and ten and hoping for wishing for the glory days do you think bill back? belichick has a better chance of changing over that uh, program than harbaugh does i mean uh honestly do you oh, think oh yeah yeah because i think with really Har- well because with harbaugh He'll look at it and be like, nah, 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 nah. Like, Harbaugh will, I would think, Harbaugh might walk in and look at it and be like, nah, I need to kind of tear part of it down to get it to where I want to be. Harbaugh, to me, gets a full five years. Whereas, I think if you bring in someone like Belichick, it's a three-year sprint. Not for his record, but for whichever owner hires him to try to get them to a Super Bowl and win the damn thing. Um, yeah, but, but, but even, I think with Harbaugh, because I think Harbaugh will end up having the leverage to get control of personnel as well. Who's turned around more programs in the last 20 years, Bill or Harbaugh? 
well, Harbaugh because he's had to because Bill did the unthinkable, which was be great or good or great for twenty years. I say what if you look at and it's and it's apples at, to shoes no, in terms know. of the comparison. I don't know. I think if you well look before at, NIL recruiting in college, which was the overwhelming majority of the years that Jim Harbaugh spent at Michigan, it's night and day even in that world, let alone compared to the pros. He took Stanford. Flipped that organization when USC was at its peak and then turned them into a powerhouse. It's hard to get in. It's hard to stay in. He recruited smart, tough players, and they were good for a long time. And got luck. He got more than luck. I mean, he No, I mean, but he I'm had, saying he, he, had, he also had a why, – why was that program in that league – when USC was cheating like a mofo, yeah, but, how were they that good? But, but look at he their, had the number one pick at quarterback. Look at the offensive linemen that they had, the tight ends they had, the backs they had. The de- the defensive players on Stanford's team before he got there were stiff and slow. Completely flipped it. Then he goes to San Francisco. Completely turns that around. Then, oh, by the way, let me go to Michigan, okay? Let me, let me completely turn that around. So my point is, if anyone has the, a track record – of turning around programs at all levels and doing it spectacularly well, it's Harbaugh, not Bill. So I'm just saying, like I see Arthur Blank going, I mean, listen, do I want the quick fix or do I want do I do I want the long sustained success that most I do I want the you know what I want? I want the I want the Mike Tomlin experience. Well, is here, what I want. Well, here's the thing uh, with Arthur Blank. How does he view what has gone on the last three years? I mean, does does Arthur Blank look at this roster the way we all assume the Crafts look at the Patriots roster, where there's some pieces, but man, this thing you got to tear it down more, or it's going to take a year or two to be able to get it right with some of the bigger mistakes that have been made down there in Atlanta, because everyone looks at it and says. Well, you got a tight end that was supposed to be the bee's knees, and you got Drake London, and you got B. John Robinson, and this guy, and that guy, and ba ba ba. But what have been their real issues? Defensively, they're not great. Their lines of scrimmage are awful. I mean, they need to be. They got they got Chris Lindstrom, who's a an all, all pro type guard, but they've got issues there as well. So does Arthur Blank look at it and says, "Yeah, I got all these shiny toys, but they can't do nothing." Does Blank look at it and think someone needs to come in and repurpose the roster or rebuild that roster down there? So is this because a part of me feels like, is it crazy to think that Bill will be left out when the music ends? Well, you know, the the L.A. Chargers thing is not materializing at all. Like there was the dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. The only name I heard of is, is the Falcons. Like no one of these other teams. Have no have all oh, the other no, people have zero are, well, interest in him. You know what? I hate to say this, but it kind of feels like the old Stanford coach David Shaw, yeah, has become the Marvin Lewis of this year's hiring cycle. Really? Yeah, he's interviewed in a car. I, I wanted. There was even a text that said I, I think that. he might have been Atlanta. Uh, no, but he interviewed. Uh, I forget where it was the other day. He interviewed with the Titans the other day. He's gotten a couple of kind of uh, head coaching kicks. Well, look, David Shaw was one of those guys, even when he was in college, where it was, oh, this guy's destined for the pros whenever he wants to get there. Now he's like, I don't know, 53 years old or something, and people are like, yeah, maybe you missed your chance. But he's been in on a bunch of head coaching interviews, David Shaw. So he's a guy that has allowed people to check Rooney Rule boxes along the way. But is he a legit serious candidate? 
Like I heard Vrabel early, and then it's been real quiet on Vrabel right now. Yeah, it is. It is odd to me. The uh, you would think that you. I thought by the time we got back that there would have been a uh, like this week at least. There's going to be some sort of announcement that the uh, the the Atlanta Falcons have agreed uh, to terms with Bill Belichick because it wasn't on Friday. Josina Anderson saying like all that's left is the details. Like it wasn't that like the report on Friday? Kind of, yeah. And it, it looks like they were going down that road. Blah, blah, uh, we just got to do all this stuff about the money. Blah, blah, blah. No, nothing yet. Uh, Antonio Pierce did get locked in over the weekend. Oh, well, I, what a mistake! I know. Go. I was gonna. T- I wanted what to tee mistake. you up on that as what to uh, as to why do you feel that way? Uh, there's this weird love affair with uh, interim coaches with the current players. And what uh, the Raiders are doing are buying into that whole mentality, which I think is a trap. Let's listen to our players and give them exactly what they want. Now, you know what? There are a lot of different modern thinkers in our audience who will do the, well, of course you go young and you listen to people like me because Everybody needs a voice. I've got great ideas, boss. You know, like, uh, but you were an NFL player. Why is listening to the players so dangerous? I have a, I have a theory on well, it. Well, don't go ahead. Uh, because they don't know what they don't know. They're players. That's why they're players. Not every player gets into the world of coaching and thinks about things from an organizational standpoint from a 35,000-foot view. I've told the story before as it was told to me. There were a lot of Patriot players in 1997 who were way giddy for Pete Carroll because Bill Parcells was a bit of a dink. Three years later, the majority of those guys who were like, yeah, let's go get Pete, were out of a job in another locale, and so was Pete Carroll. There's a little bit of the slippery slope when it comes to listening to the players. There's an old line in running teams. If you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with the fans. And that's what I kind of feel like it is. You need to listen to them. They are a part of your equation. It's like all-star voting, but they're not the whole equation. And it kind of feels like old Tommy Boy uh, Davis is like, well, well, Daddy would have done this, so I'm going to do it too. See, there's an aspect of this. that We had that with with the Redskins and Joe Gibbs when I was there. Gibbs was so... Like, just so just aware of wanting to please the players and give them a voice that we used to fight and have meetings over the stupidest stuff, the most irrelevant stuff when it came to winning football games, jerseys, cleats, hotels, travel times, off days, Monday, workout schedule. It was so selfishly tailored to each person's individual needs. So everybody was bickering about it. And I remember thinking to myself, this is the most dysfunctional team I've ever been around. Sure, it was literally like, uh, you know, a comedy of errors, and Gibbs would sit up there, and everybody would stand up, we want white cleats. Like, what? What are we, are we arguing over the color of our stupid cleats? Yes, we are. That's what's important to them. And that's when you know you have a losing team. I want a voice. I want the ball on first down. We shouldn't practice this hard. Why do you make us run? The lifting schedule sucks. Why is the food so bad? We want sushi on Fridays. We want this on Friday. I mean, what the F? I think Mayo, and we'll do it at 12 o'clock, is in danger 
of falling into this category with the whole, I want to make sure all the players have a voice. It's good in theory to your point, and it's a great line. If right. you listen to the fans, you're going to sit with them. I wish how, how what kind of phrase could you use to make turn that into the coaches? Well, if you, you know? uh, if you listen to the players, you'll be sitting with the ones that get cut by the guy who replaces you type just, thing. I mean, that's about it. It's like it's good. I always feel like it's good in theory, but it, I've never really seen it practically work. If I were an owner in say the situation that Robert Kraft was just in, and I could get in front of the players. The way I would position it is you deserve to have a voice. Just understand you're not the voice. I'm the voice of the organization. Ultimately, it's my call, but you guys matter. So let's have a discussion about it. But it feels like with the modern player, it there'd be one or two would be like, well, I'm the you know, like if it were Arizona, Kyler Murray'd stand up. You'd have to look real hard to see him stand yeah. up. Stand in a chair. But he would be like, well, I'm the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like the whole, I'm the bee's knees here. You should listen to me type thing. They did part of that, by the way, and we know how that all ended up And, and let me just out. add this before we break. I can tell you, I've never been on a team where, I've ha- where I haven't had a voice. Like this whole new narrative where players need a voice They've always had a voice. I've never not been able to go talk to a coach. I've never been on a team where there hasn't been some sort of players committee, uh, some sort of leadership council, captains. We've always had a voice. So I don't understand. And all the things that players want have been handled through the NFL a collective bargaining agreement when like, it comes to practice like time. Practice. practice and all the other bull crap. When you, can you play? It, I don't understand Oh, you know what? Uh, you want a voice? Yeah, hey, Coach, I want to tell you, like, you really hurt my feelings the other day and you yelled at me in front of everybody. I really don't like being called out in practice and, and you shaming me. It's not the way to teach anybody. You're embarrassing me. You Can you please stop? Oh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> Next. Hey, Coach, uh, you know, my socks are too big uh, and I don't want to wear pants anymore and I don't like knee pads. Okay, got it. Next. That's the type of bull crap you're going to be hearing. Go so, ahead and open the door. Do you remember the old uh, cartoon Ziggy? Yeah. With the complaint department? Yeah. It feels like that's what they'll need down there. Here's the complaint department. You can uh, log in what you think. We think we got a way to make you some money with the lunchtime parlay. And oh, who wears the anchor chain? Find out next. Ah! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. Quickly, a couple of coaching updates off of what we were uh, just talking about. Jim Harbaugh with a second interview with the Chargers. And according to Ian Rappaport, he's tweeted this out in the last couple minutes. Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan interviewing in person for the Titans today. Then a Panthers second interview tomorrow, followed by the Falcons. When I mentioned that uh, Bill did the second interview, we had a uh, enterprising texter 
uh, that jumped in with a um, uh, with a if you don't get a contract on your second interview, you ain't getting the job. They're using Bill as a last resort, according to this gentleman. So I don't know. Maybe Brian Callahan's on the last resort list, or that's just the way these coaching searches go. But it was a good dig at Bill. Hopefully mm. they feel good about it. It's time for the uh, lunchtime parlay, and it is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official sports book of WEEI. And well, 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 Baltimore covers. George Kittle scores. Chiefs beat the Bills. Odell Beckham over 34 and a half yards. Uh, Fourier wears the anchor chain. I honest to God thought this was such a layup. I did. I was like, so he did have the two catches. Like, we're like, oh, he can have two catches. There'll be big well, he catches. Had one. He had one? He had one for 12 yards. Oh, I thought he had two for 12 yards. He has one freaking catch. Oh, Lord. That was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't the uh, best passing performance uh, put up by uh, Lamar Jackson. No. But then again, they also ran They're all like over crazy. Houston, and Houston's a throw first, throw second team. And against Baltimore, it doesn't really, it doesn't really work. I thought the uh, Ravens <laughs> just leaned on them, and uh, oh yeah, there we go. Look at Coop rolling the records out there. Fourier with a big fifteen and six record because I gave him ten wins in the nine. beginning of the year. Give me nine. I gave you ten, and I took one away because you were naughty. I had to <laughs> change my. You forced me to change my tone with you, so I had to take one away. All right, let's get right back up on the uh, horse here. Why don't we start a Monday with our guy, Billy Lanny, making the first pick in today's Lunchtime Parley. Billy, good morning. How's the weekend, friend? Doing all right. It was okay. How's Bubba doing? He's doing good. Hey, Bubba, Bubba. Bubba. Doing good. Delivered a shot to my spine the other morning. It really kind of sent a jolt down my leg. He, you still got him in those overalls with those suspenders? Well, he's always, yeah, yeah. He's always. Is he's that going to be his? He's a, he's a gentleman. Well, special occasions will be suspenders and bow ties. <laughs> I mean. You should put the. I want to see a shirtless picture of Bubbo with the suspenders. Sure. He's got to go like straight country. I got a, shirt, I got a, sh- I got a straight country. Of him just absolutely annihilating a waffle. Oh, oh. that is awesome. <laughs> Big stupid smile on his face. Just loving life. Are there times where you sit back and just look at him just shoveling it in Yo, and just yeah. admiring and being like, Yeah, well, you know what it was? Is like we gave him the piece of it. waffle and like my girlfriend like cut the edges off so it wasn't anything rough. I'm like, I don't know if he should be eating this because he was like literally inhaling it. But it was like... <laughs> It was turning to mush as soon as it went into his mouth, so it wasn't anything crazy. Oh, I was like literally you... hovering during Waffle Day. I'm like, I don't know if he can do this, but yeah, no problem. How can you not love it? All right, what do you got there, Billy? All right, going back to the blocks. Porzingis in Dallas tonight. Give me Chris Stapp's Porzingis over one and a half blocks. All right, there we go against the smaller Mavericks. His former Revenge team. Game. As you say, he'll be motivated. Chicken Nick, what do you got? I'm going with some West Coast hockey. Oh, boy. West Coast. Vancouver Canucks are hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are terrible. So, And Brock Besser is the Canucks' best goal scorer. He scored in their one game against Chicago earlier. I'll so take your word Brock for it. Brock <laughs> Besser as an anytime goal tonight. So Brock Besser, uh, anytime goal against the Blackhawks. Foyer, what you got? All right, uh, let me see. So San Antonio uh, playing uh, the 76ers. Victor Wembanyama. Okay, under 21.5 total points. He averages around 20 points a game, but he's going against Joel Embiid in the Sixers. So I'm assuming that this is just like old guy beating down the young guy, teaching him a lesson. That's that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I envision in my head. Um, so I feel like the under, which I, I know is not sexy or fun, I'm going to do it anyway. So under 21.5 points. Uh, I'm going to go straight up with a game where the line isn't moving. 
81% of the public or 80% of the public right around there is on the University of North Carolina tonight and the line is not moving. Give me Wake Forest plus eight against UNC tonight in some ACC action. So Wake plus eight, Porzingis over one and a half blocks, Brock Besser anytime goal against the Blackhawks, and Victor Wembanyama under 21 and a half total points. It's a big one, folks. Your 10 bucks will win you $203.23. Good luck on this one. We'll make sure to get it out on social media. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter or X. And you can get us on Instagram, Gresh and Fourier, spell the A-N-D, in between our last names. Gerard Mayo said what earlier today with the Greg Hill Show? Find out next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.